Welcome to Dr. Freedom, where we give you the strategies, mindset, and tactics on how to elevate your practice and your life. I'm Dr. Sita Patel. I started my practice in a Starbucks over seven years ago, and I built it brick by brick to a multi-location practice with an aesthetic OR and a software company. I'm here to give you the secrets to unlock that time and freedom for you. So today we're going to be talking about beliefs and manifestation. Now, those words have been going around for a little bit of time. And I mean, even back to the days of where Saturday Night Live, right, in terms of, you know, Stuart Small looking in the mirror and like, I feel good. I am beautiful. I feel great about myself. Now, the question ends up becoming, does that really work? Right. If we look at ourselves in the mirror, can we change what we feel about ourselves, how we look at ourselves and what our identity is? And for most of these things, you know, in terms of us as human beings, and especially for me being in plastic surgery, knowing that there are certain things that we will intake and we will automatically accept. And it's easier to accept if somebody says, hey, you look great in that. You uh, look healthier or you look like you lost weight. It's something that we easily accept, right, in terms of that part of it. But it's hard in terms of when you're tying it to emotion, you're saying, hey, I am a good person. I'm happy. I am having a certain type of attribute. It's much harder to accept because you haven't done the things to seal that emotion in. And what that means is like you still have to do the amount of practice reps to actually accept it and take it into your being, right? Looking at yourself and just saying it is not good enough to actually have that change because there's no energy or emotion behind it. Literally, it's it's almost like a blank statement, right? Because the body actually responds to the mind. And what does that mean? That means that your mind has to have an energy and a decision that it makes. By combining those two things, that's where you can actually stimulate the change from happening. And that's where manifestation comes from, right? You think about Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey wrote himself a check for a million dollars before he was anybody popular. And what does that, what did that do for him? That built his vision of what he could do and what his goal was, and then he did the next steps to actually make that a reality. And people would talk about that and saying, hey, this is a manifestation of what someone's thoughts or feelings or emotions or wants could be and how they achieve it. Well, the funny thing is, how does the body and brain interact? Well, the brain has all these ideas, right? And there's different games that you played as kids in terms of anticipating when somebody was going to move left or right or anything like that. And the whole thing is your body knows when you're going to juke yourself out. It already knows. It is already anticipated. If, you know, eight out of 10 times that you're not going to go right and you're going to go left, it knows which two times you're going to go left. Your body's already ready to fire. And it's that precognition that comes into place to say, this is already going to happen. And it knows when, because it's already priming the pump right? To actually fire the muscles and move in that direction. Well, that's the same way in terms of, you know, change in the beliefs that we have is your body's been spying on your brain. Your thoughts are controlling your body, right? Other than when your body takes over because you've had the same thoughts and then it becomes a habit. And then therefore your body's controlling your mind. We want the opposite of that to happen, right? When we're doing change, we want our thoughts to change what our body does. How can you do that? 
Well, that change requires that energy. And that energy sometimes it comes from pain, it comes from desperation, it comes from a deep want or almost like a deep awakening to say, hey, that's it. I've had enough. I'm going, I want this to change. I want to do the things and the activities that I need to, to actually have that belief in what the next step is. Now to manifest that part is the next kind of evolution that happens, right? Once, you know, once you do the change with the right energy, then that kind of builds that cycle. Cause then you realize, oh my God, this is possible. Right. And so I think back to like, you know, when I got into plastic surgery for many years, I thought about being a plastic surgeon. I did all the necessary steps and I, in a way, almost manifested it. Right. It was a struggle to get through med school, get into the right residency, have the right scores, do all the pieces, you know, do the right research projects, make the right connections the networking, all the other parts that go along with it in that part. And it was just the frame of, oh my God, when I got in, it made me believe that change was possible. It made me believe that all the different things that I had, you know, put as mile markers and other goals and the other stuff were then achievable. And then you created the next one. And this created almost a flywheel of change. And that change almost gave you that vision of like who you wanted to be, but how did you want to get there? And that was the, the thing. Once you knew the destination, then it was about putting that flywheel into, into position to say, hey, these are, these are the things that aren't, aren't serving me. These are the things I need to change in terms of my habit to have the evolution, right, to being actually that person, right? You're, you're not sitting on the bench anymore, right? Like I, in, you know, high school and middle school, I played soccer, right? And in terms of that riding the bench versus playing in the game, whole different scenario, but it's that that first change that takes you off the bench to put you in the game. And then to stay in the game, it's that continued change to build up the skills and the qualities that you need to be able to play in that position and stay in the game, right? And then once you're in the game long enough, the ultimate change is when, when the game is over, you're a completely different person. You've made all the changes. You've adjusted to all the different parts that you needed to. All right, let's get to it. What does AdVital do for your aesthetic practice or med spa? Our current clients are making an extra 60 to $65,000 to their bottom line every month, month over month, because they're able to nurture their current patient base and also amplify their qualified leads. Now reach out to AdVital to learn more. Now what happens when you fall back, right? What happens when you revert to that older self. And a lot of people talk about this saying, well, it comes down to somehow you went almost unconscious. You went back to an older state. That older state is because you've hit an emotion of the past. And that emotion may be triggered by an interaction. It may be triggered by an environment or a certain time point. And those time points, if you think about it, when you go back home or when you go to a high school reunion, you have that time and place that you knew what that identity was. And a lot of times you'll drift right back into that spot. You'll drift right into that, that state of mind and that persona, right? It's, it's totally different than when you leave that environment. And that's that whole part that causes that uh, reversion, right? To say, 
it signals that part of your body in that emotional state between that time and that place to stimulate those same genes, right? And those genes in that same experience of that environment can then trigger the emotion. And that emotion then triggers your personality, how we act and how we respond. Sometimes, you know, you think about seeing family over the holidays and, you know, those relationships, those interactions take you back to the same interactions that you had for years, but you may have changed as a person, but yet you may find yourself in an old pattern and an old frustration. I mean, I know that I'm guilty of these things in terms of falling into a a different state of mind that was not growth mindset, more fixed in terms of expectations and conversations and just relationships of how and what that's supposed to feel like. And putting all that together is to say, well, how, how can I change some of these things? How can I change my response and reactions to the signals because of this environment and the emotion that it triggers or the time or the relationship or my body's experience is the same thing and I feel this nostalgia and I'm back into that moment and I'm like, okay, well, how do I act differently in those moments? What can I do to change my belief about that and change the outcome of these things? And I think the biggest things that we want to focus on is almost being precognitive about it, being able to rehearse how that's going to go. What are the things I'm not going to do in these situations and to have a different outcome? What are the things I am going to do in these situations to have a different outcome? Those are the two main questions and you want to rehearse them in your mind to then have the outcome that you want versus falling back into the pattern and being like, oh my God, I reverted back into uh, something that I might regret in terms of the conversation, the relationship, how I'm reacting to a scenario or situation versus changing completely what that conversation and that outcome could be. And by doing these things and rehearsing each one of these things, then that's how it all fits together. Because then you're able to assign meaning to that act of change. When you're able to assign the meaning to that act of change, that's why reward systems work, right? If you assign a meaning and a purpose to something that you're attributing to change and you get rewarded on it, you think, huh, maybe if I do that again, I'll get a different reward. I'll get something else. I'll be able to change this about myself in terms of something that you may not like about yourself or you may want differently in terms of relationships or you're trying something new in terms of the personality or persona that you want to be versus confining yourself to what your body is taking in from the environment, the time, the people, and the interactions that you're having. But the only way to change it is by setting up the frame of your thoughts or else your body is going to fall back into the same habits and control your mind. And with that controlling of the mind, you're not going to get any different outcomes. The outcomes are going to be the same because your beliefs have reverted back into the old beliefs. So to stay active in terms of the manifestation, the beliefs, the things that are going to draw you forward. It's by changing the emotional state along with making the right decision. It's a two-part system. 
And those two parts, a lot of times, will do one but not the other. It takes both to actually get the flywheel of change going so that way you can take the next steps. And that's why they, a lot of times you, you'll hear these proverbs, right, in terms of taking the first step is the hardest. And it is because you don't have the reward yet. You're not seeing the change. You're not seeing how your life could be. You're not seeing what you could be at your greatest level. Like, you know, on a scale of one to 10, people want to hit 11. They want to go past their potential, right? And there's no reason you can't go past your potential, but the only way that you get past it is by letting go of the past. And a lot of these things that we tie ourselves to to say, well, this is who I am. This is my identity. Well, no, it's your identity right now. It doesn't define you forever. And you think about that, right, in terms of even the people around us. I mean, I remember my grandmother when, you know, from a young age, and she was mainly the one that raised me, and she changed over time. Her identity changed. The lessons I learned from her changed. All of her aspects of the view on life and the world around her changed, and that also changed her thoughts and lessons that she taught me. And if you think about how that changes over time, why are we any different, right? We have these changes that happen to us and we don't even know it and we're not documenting it. So the other part of it is like writing in journals, seeing what your beliefs are, having clarity on that part, and then having clarity on what you want so that you can change your beliefs and manifest your ultimate life, your 11.0 version, not your 10.0, not just potential. You want actual results. And the only way to get those actual results is by changing the thoughts in your mind, because those are the things that are going to change the epigenetics, the things that your body's even going to respond to, whether it's going to be primed and ready for uh, the best things happening to you, or is it going to be negatively impacted in saying the woe is me life? right? To say, okay, why did these things not happen? Is it filled with regret? Are there things that you're holding back because of some fears and unknowns in the other part versus, hey, if this is my manifestation of like who my 11.0 level is, I'm going to have to overcome it. I'm just going to have to try it once. And if I try it once and nothing bad happens, I might try it a second time, a third time, a fourth time. And before you know it, that flywheel of change has already started and you're already more than halfway there. You've done 80 to 90% of that starting piece, and then it's just staying on it and staying consistent to say, this is the thing, the vision that's going to drive me forward to be that best version that I want to be for myself, for my family, for my kids, for generations afterwards to say, this is what the impact of what I did during my time here from start to finish to be more. Thanks for listening to Dr. Freedom Podcast. I hope you found some value in this podcast and if you could hit the subscribe button and share with a friend if you found this content valuable.